Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I am, I am Sean Shapiro, and I'm the doctor of chiropractic from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And in this segment of Breakfast with Champions, I want to let you, you know it's time to take the jump. 
Um, I want things in my life, in this life. I have discussed in the past how little patience I can have with some things and how sometimes I feel the need to chase things. I'm working on this. I'm working with coaches now. I'm working with, uh, I'm just working on it in general. But recently, I have come to the realization that there's a time to take action. There's also a time to sit quietly and look at the toys that you've gathered and decide how you want to play in the sandbox. I have taken many actions over the past few months. And as I walk through this sometimes lonely clubhouse hallway, now at this moment, I am taking stock and I'm arranging my toys and trying to figure out how I make this whole journey through here worthwhile. I joined Clubhouse in February of 2021, and I didn't become real active until early March when I stumbled into Breakfast with Champions, and I was hooked. Since then, I have been actively serving the community in any way I can, and I hope to continue to do so for the foreseeable future. The biggest chance I ever took, though, believe it or not, was getting on stage and talking. Because believe it or not, it terrifies me. I didn't feel like I belonged up here. And I felt very underqualified when you look at people like Glenn Lundy and Stephen Kuhn and the Janie Lacy's that were here in the, in, the, in the joys of the world. So when I used to come up to speak, many times I held my word for fear I wouldn't be able to offer anything of value to the people I'd come to love in this room. But I did make some friends. And I regularly started conversations with people in the audience and on stage and eventually started a friendship with somebody named Joy. She's here today. She encouraged me to speak and has continued to do so to this day. <laughs> she, she won't do it anymore, but often she'll listen to my segments the night before so I won't go crazy thinking that they're bad before I deliver them. And she won't do them anymore because she says she wants them to be a surprise from now on. Joy is a true friend to everyone here. She fights for the integrity of the show in general and for, one per and, and for the one person in the room, in the audience, at the table, that we can actually re that reach that needs to hear what we are delivering. It's when you get the encouragement of those around you that you are able to see your way clear to take a leap. Sometimes taking a leap as a, as a successful person, which was, you know, Kind, kind of what we're all talking about is to have the relationships in place to give you the firm ground you need in order from which to leap from. They can't necessarily firm the ground on the other side of the chasm, but hey, at least you know where you're standing before you know where you're standing before you jump is solid. I met people like Laura Wild and Nate Forrest currently in Costa Rica living it up, and they came along right after Joy, and and they after Joy had gotten me to open my mouth and woke me up to the possibilities, they both worked on me to come up with content and they got me to show my sense of humor to allow people to realize that I wasn't as tight as I seemed on stage. So often people on this stage reached out to me. You wouldn't be, you would be surprised how many people like Marcus black. He kept me from quitting in May when I got frustrated. Um, Anthony lane who used to allow me to stalk him through clubhouse to find the best and most interesting rooms. Jalissa, uh, who I have a love-hate relationship, if you've ever been in her room with me, it's kind of funny. But she taught me not to take any of this too seriously and to enjoy all the connections you can make here. And, of course, there's Sarah McCord. 
Sarah McCord, somebody who I didn't know who she was when she showed up on the stage in July. And I just started talking to her like I do with everybody else. And I realized she had a great sense of humor. And I realized that she was somebody who also wanted the best for me as well. I hung in there. I was accepted by all these people who were a big deal on this app and also Nate Borst. And you see, none of these people knew that I was trying to reinvent myself by becoming one of the most authentic versions of myself I had ever been. When they met me, I was finally me. And that was the biggest leap of faith I took in 2021. I made a bet that people might like me if I was just the best version of myself. I have continued to make friends on the app because let's face it, I'm more about relationships than I am about money. I truly, to this day, have nothing to sell you here. And I'm more apt to plug one of my friends than anything that I have. I have added people who I've gotten to know really well on this app to a list that I keep in my profile. Now, if you go look and you have a green bean, please don't accidentally put me in the audience. That's right. There's a list there. And if you're on the list, you're somebody that means a lot to me. The people on it have had really long, in-depth conversations, and we've shared intimate things, nothing crazy, but we've had some laughs, we shared some tears, and we have common beliefs and ethics and become shared friends, you know, that try to make the world a better place. So when I think of taking a leap in 2021, I think of the people that lifted me atop one cliff so I could jump to the other side of the chasm to the other. Sometimes a leap is just a belief in yourself and the people who believe in you. And just a little bit about that. If you know me at all, and you may not, because I don't talk much here, it, it is sometimes extremely hard for me to listen to people say nice things about me. In the past, I thought it was more of a pat on the head for the slow kid on the stage. And trust me, I can be slow. <laughs> My best friend often tells me she needs to break things down Barney style for me. You know, that purple dinosaur. Give me a juice box and let me think about it for a while. But what I realized is that another leap I have taken is putting more stock in the good things that, that people say to me than the bad things that come out of my own head about me. And I've started to surround myself with people who celebrate me and don't just tolerate me. And I learned that from Amelia Antonetti just three weeks ago during Stephen Coon's session. She was also on my list. Both of them are on my list. You know, I've seen Ramon do this, and I wasn't planning on it, but I just wanted to thank people on the stage. I wanted to thank – I'm not going to go through you individually, but you know who you are, Alexander, Kate, all these people that I talked to in the back. Janie, thank you for the conversation yesterday. But, if you but you know, Lolita, thank you. Nivia, thank you for letting me stay on your stage and talk about health topics. Uh, Yan, I like our conversations. Dora Maria, you know how much I love you. Um Mary Lynn, I love that you like my music taste, and I like that we can have conversations as well. Dakota, I like to know that there's somebody other than David Hill in the room from New England. Just kidding, David. And all Kimberly, things you said to me in Kentucky really meant a lot. I really appreciate it. Jeff Moffat, appreciate you, sir. Megan DiMartino. I could go on and on and on, and I won't. So I'll just sum up with just a couple tips that came from this segment that maybe help you take the relationship leap that I have this year. And they're pretty simple. Number one, your best leap is to leap into your authenticity and be the person you've always wanted to be. 
if you can be who you want to be and you don't have to make anything up, you don't have to remember anything. You don't have to fake anything and you don't have to feel anything because you will be living it, not just feeling it. Number two, lean on others and don't be afraid to ask for help or grace or a break or for information. Just ask people for things when you need them. If you're a giver, it's okay to take back. The tide doesn't work at the ocean if the water just comes in all the time. If you're just constantly splashing the beach, then it's not going to work because you're going to erode the beach and, and knock down some houses like happens here in New England during the winter sometime. There has to be a give and a take. So lean in on other people. Then also, number three, honor the people who surround you and celebrate you. There is a difference. You And sometimes, sometimes you don't know what the difference is until it smacks you square in the face about, about what it is to be celebrated. Right? But you know now, because right now, this this dumb monkey, this dumb monkey is celebrating all of you. And I hope you feel that. And number four, understand that those, those who support you can't jump for you. Just because you ask for support doesn't mean that you don't have to jump across the chasm yourself and hope that you land solidly on the other, on the other side. Doesn't mean that you can just give up because you've got all these people that tell you how great you are. It's wonderful. I feel it. I ha- I know it. I know how it feels. But the simple fact of the matter is, if you don't jump, nothing happens. It's time for you to leap. I wrote this segment a little shorter this week to make sure we had time to share. But that's all I have. So I guess my stimulant to talk to start the conversation is. Where have you left in 2021? Who has helped you leap? And how do you celebrate that? And I see Stephen Kuhn flashing, and then we'll go to... Hey, Sean, how you doing, man? Good to, good to see you. And you are a true giver, I have to say. You know, you are. You've given so much in the last months, and especially the two adjustments you gave me in, in uh, Kentucky really made a difference physically. So it's not just any, any emotional support and the, the, the benefits that you get from your very deep very personal and vulnerable uh, place that you when you give your uh, talks here is it's also physical so I want to thank you for that uh, you know taking a leap for me is is um, it's what I do it's how I lived you know I lived in seven countries and God knows how many businesses I've had over probably over 20 or 30 I own t- equity in 22 companies right now and it's all it was all leaping it was every single every single thing that I've ever done was a leap it was never like oh let me figure this out now go all in And that's the point we talk about. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. You know, is in our book, Unleash Number Alpha, is taking imperfect action on the intention, not focusing on the outcome, but focusing on the intention of what you want to accomplish, what you want to achieve, who do you want to touch, what kind of impact you want to have. And I think watching you taking that imperfect action as you came on stage first time and 
then uh, you went from there and slowly but surely you build up your repertoire and your friendships. And that's because you just took imperfect action. You didn't know an outcome. You didn't, I mean, I'm pretty sure you didn't have an outcome in mind. You just simply said, well, I'm gonna do this, make the best out of it, have the impact, and uh, let's say, like Joy, collect friends along the way. You know, and I, I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that go with an intention, but then look at the outcome, for instance, networking. If I introduce somebody to you, Sean, for instance, to let's say finance a new business, and you go in to that meeting with a preconceived notion of what you want out of it, that meeting will be a failure, typically. Uh, what people forget often is that the introduction I make to you is an introduction to a person who may or may not be able to help you, but also has a network, right? So it's, it's wonderful to be gracious, gracious to everyone around you, go into a meeting wholly and fully, uh, focusing on the intention, creating space around that intention so right. that the other person can also get in there. So I just wanted to say, you're doing all of that. And I mean, you're like, you're like humble alpha, um, living and breathing uh, by the book. So pretty awesome. Thank you, Steven. And then creating space is something that's big, right? When you're around other people, I think Joy and I got a taste of this when we got together in Charlotte a couple months ago, that you create uh, a place where people feel free to be themselves and allow possibilities to flow as you're just sort of in flow. So yeah, I think creating relationships that create flow is really important. Sarah. Good morning. And thank you so much for the kind words this morning. Um, you know, I'll tell you what I um, really kind of what resonated with me and what you just shared is that, you know, you're talking about taking the leap in relationships. And I think so often, like in popular culture, we think of that, you know, the uh, stereo held up over the head, like like those big grandiose moves in taking the leap in a relationship, moving across the country, like all of these like huge massive things. Um, but the point that you made and, and also, you know, when Stephen was talking about imperfect action is that, you know, sometimes taking the leap in relationships is actually very incremental and it's literally what you just modeled. It's connecting, it's being reflective, and then it's building in that acknowledgement. Um, that's kind of how you take the leap in relationships is that by and large, those sweeping stereotypical moves like that might happen once in a lifetime that might happen only in the movies. You know what I'm saying? But actually taking the leap in relationships is, as I always say, being a show up person every day um, for the people in your world. So super grateful for this segment. And also I'll say unexpected. I didn't, you know, one of the things that's really fun about the topic of the room is I didn't know um, where someone would go with, you know, successful people taking the leap today. And I think relationships is a very cool note to start on. So. Thank you for that. And thank you for everything you've done for me. So we have a couple of minutes left. Oh, joy. I just love watching you grow. It's my favorite thing ever. And yes, I think I've cut you off to let you fly to do your own segments and kill it. It's the best thing ever to wake up to on Wednesday mornings. And just seeing the evolution of Sean Shapiro has been my most favorite thing. And being able to hug your neck in person was life-changing. You do. You create this space and you have this magnetic personality that people just want to be around you. They want to know what's up. And we all feel it in this room, too. So keep shining, my friend. I'm so freaking. Thank you so much. 
All right, we have a couple minutes left. Let's get some. Let's get a couple more shares in before we turn it over. Uh, this, don't see any mic flashes. Hey, Doctor Sean. I'm looking on the. Dude, I just have to say that I love. First off, I love waking up to hear you love on so many incredible people, and that this was just an incredible segment for me from you. I just have to give you so much kudos, give you your flowers, because I love the intentionality you have every single time that you have a segment on this stage and every single time that you speak. And what you shared today about taking a leap with relationships and ultimately taking the leap to love people that you didn't know and how that's affected you just moved me, brother. It was the best way to, for me to start my morning, literally. So thank you so much. Thank you for being real, honest, and vulnerable with us always. And thank you for being you. You are such a surprise every single time. And getting to meet you and sit with you every single day at Grow Your God, Grow Your Business for God's Sakes conference was awesome. You're hilarious. And yes, like Stephen Kuhn said, thank you so much for the adjustments. Much love. Hey, Dr. Sean, a TM. I, I just want to echo those sentiments, man. You you know how I feel about you, brother. And the fact that you have just been so transparent, so vulnerable uh, in front of us, man. I mean, just so proud of your growth um, and, and just continue, look forward to continue to grow with you. It was a pleasure to meet you, IRL, and, uh, in Lexington, man. Uh, Hi, may I jump you, in? Uh, I think we're going to go to Dakota, and then if we have time, we'll go to one last year. Who is that? Jenny. Jen okay, Jenny, just give me one second. We'll see if we have time before we have to turn it over to the next. <clears throat> sure. Dr. Sean, thank you so much for this. I had no idea you were suffering with this imposter syndrome. You're such a rock star. I love listening to you all the time. You send me messages. It's it's fantastic. What I, w I did want to share is that whole deciding when to leap and, and reaching out and asking for help and what you just said about the tide. Um, I'm on social media. I'm all over Facebook about giving and being funny and informative. And my mom got really, really sick and she turned a corner and then she turned another corner back. And I almost lost her Saturday. She actually lost the will to live and called me or texted me that she just couldn't do this anymore. And I, I grappled with it and I reached out to Facebook and asked for support and prayer. And I can't tell you, my phone has not stopped. When I tell you hundreds and hundreds of posts, likes, thank you, I mean, um, just messages, texts, calls, it, and it saved her life. I needed to offset the universe and put more of that love with God and get her those prayers. And I almost didn't do it. I didn't want to be that Debbie Downer, all those things. But like you said, you have to decide when you do need help. I asked for help. And it's the best thing I ever did to save my mother's life. And this was just the perfect time to hear you speak those words. And that's, I love always listening to you. Thank you, Dakota, and it's good to see you um, in Kentucky as well. Unfortunately, that is the end of my time. Jenny, if you come back next week, I'll go to you first. I appreciate your patience with that, but we do want to run our segments on time here. And that. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.